Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Good morning. You're tuned in to the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show, Wednesday, February 16th. We're halfway through the month. How about that? And do we have a show lined up for you? At 8 o'clock, we will be talking with Tony Black, and then at 8.30, we will have John Dartnell on. So you're not going to want to miss it. It's a great show. And what do you say we jump right into it right now? And who do we have? Alan Kirkman, Tumbling Tumbleweed. I'm a roving cowboy Riding all day long Tumbleweeds around me Sing their lonely song Nights underneath the prairie moon I'll ride along and sing this tune See them tumbling down Pledging their love to the ground Lonely but free I'll be found Drifting along with the tumbling tumble Cares of the past are behind No where to go but I'll find Just where the trail will wind Drifting along with the tumbling tumbleweeds I know when night is gone That a new World's born at dawn Keep rolling along Deep in my heart is a song Here on the ranch I belong Drifting along with the tumble and tumble But when was the last 
last time you heard them play Haggard and Jones They don't understand Why I play this old guitar And they'll never know What it's like to play in a smoky bar Yeah, times have changed Oh, but me, I'm still the same As I've always been Since the day I was born Wouldn't have it any other way Yeah, I'm country But I'm too country Today We can make you strong, but you're gonna have to change everything you are. You better lose that cowboy hat and them old worn out jeans. Cause this ain't the time or place for those kinds of things. I said, You don't understand why I play. Yeah, times have changed Oh, but me, I'm still the same As I've always been Since the day I was born Wouldn't have it any other way Yeah, I'm country But I'm too country Today Guitar, and you'll probably see me hanging around here in this old ball. Yeah, times have changed. All but me, I'll be the same as I've always been since the day I was born, and I'll always be this way. Yeah, I'm country, but I'm. Angel Thurman to Country, and you are tuned into Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. Who is coming up next? We have Rodney Duckworth here in this bar. song 
and more I saw the light black dog indie country radio show and we are keeping the music going Bob feeling I'm bored so I wrote you this song <laughs> A bird just flew by my window I think I got gum on my shoe There's a spider on one of my speakers For supper we're having beef stew The neighbor kid's riding his skateboard My computer won't let me log on A car just drove by really slowly And a dog took a dump on my lawn Get off my lawn I'm bored He's bored So I wrote you this song I'll just rhyme some random crap that makes no sense Till it's about three minutes long The big shots in Nashville Will say it's all wrong It's us But I'm bored, so bored, I got nothing to do So here, I wrote you this song I think I might be getting hemorrhoids Then again, maybe not, I don't know I warned you this crap would be random I'm just making it up as I go If you're bored, you can put on this music And make up some crap of your choice Just make sure it's a rhyme And in three-quarter time And you might be top dog on The Voice I'm bored So I wrote you this song I'll just rhyme some random crap That makes no sense Until it's about three minutes long The big shots in Nashville Will say it's all wrong But I'm bored, so bored I got nothing to do So here I wrote you this song Yes, I'm bored, so bored I got nothing to do So here I wrote you this song How you like it? If familiar voice 
And that was Becky Denton. I call it love, and you are tuned into Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. Benny Pitzinger, a less familiar place. Girl, I don't want to leave here, but you know I got to go. I got wandering fever in my blood. Where I wind up, I don't know. You can call me when it's supper time. Call me all night long, but don't call me in the morning. By then, I might be gone. I've been hanging around this town so long. Even strangers know my face. I got to move on down the road to a less familiar place. Got to move on down the road to a less familiar place. I might go down to the Bible Belt to see if God's still there. I ain't going down to L.A. Cause the air is poison there. Might go down to West Virginia where nobody knows my name. Or over to northern Georgia. Hell, it's just about the same. You can call me when it's supper time. Mow my name out all night alone. Don't call me in the morning. Cause it's likely I'll be gone. I've been hanging around this town so long. Even strangers know my face. I got to move on down the road to a less familiar place. Got to move on down the road to a less familiar place. Much less spend the night. There's several wives whose husbands would just love to start a fight. And I ain't going back to Texas, cause I got three exes there. Two of them, a Cherokee who'd like to keep my hair. You can call me when it's supper time, scream it all night long. But don't call me in the morning, cause you know that I'll be gone. I've been hanging around this town so long, even strangers know my face. Got to move on down the road to a less familiar place. Got to move on down the road to a less familiar place. Tell a story Of love and loss And dreams of glory No one knows The pain inside 
It's hidden in those country eyes A girl who hopes the world won't notice While she stops to smell the roses In memory of the one she lost Cause staying was too high a cost What it rains does it have to pour When the sun wakes does it have to fall In the spring why does it snow Was this pain all she knows When the leaves fall to the ground And the world doesn't make a sound Can she count on anyone When all is said and done Anyone Her smile is wide, her dreams are waiting For her to just stop hesitating She won't know if she don't try It's time to stop living this lie That little girl who's all grown up now Taking her first flight and leaving that town She can't look back cause it's too hard This time can she let down her guard When it rains does it have to pour When the sun wakes does it have to fall In the spring why does it snow Why is this pain all she knows When the leaves fall to the ground And the world doesn't make a sound Can she count on anyone When all is said and done Anyone Anyone In a new city with a light shine bright She won't give up, she won't win this fight She wouldn't be here singing this song. Sing it! In a new city with a latch on pride. She won't give up, she won't win this fight. If nothing in her life ever went wrong, she wouldn't be here singing this song. What it rains does it have to pour? When the sun wakes, does it have to fall? In the spring, why does it snow? Why is this pain all she knows? When the leaves fall to the ground. Does it have to fall in the spring? Why does it snow? Was this pain all she knows when the leaves fall to the ground and the world doesn't make a sound? Can she count on anyone when all is said and done? Can she count on anyone when all is released one in November, uh, October. Caitlin May, Country Eyes, Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. And you know what? We have got, he's he's a little early, but he came a long distance. And we've got John Dartnell is in the studio with us this morning. Say hi, John. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're going to, uh, <laughs> who is up next? Brandon Maddox, Last Farming USA. Tractor even higher in my eyes 
He'd plow those fields all day, then at supper he'd pray, thank the good Lord for this life. Daddy never said a word for me to understand, no money's worth the price of giving up your land. He taught this wide-eyed child with a freckled face smile how to be a man. That was 20 years ago, now I've got a family of my own. On this 200-acre labor love, generations have And you don't want to be where 
can't make a heart care that don't wanna be there. Love's not meant to be so hard. What do you say at the end of the day when words are so hard to find? Let it go. Another place, another time. Let it go. Becky Hall, or Cindy Hall, let it go. You're tuned in, Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show, and we're having a good time this morning. We've got John Dartnell is in the studio with us, and we'll be talking to him pretty shortly. Chris Short, somebody, give it a listen. (laughs) 
Life goes on and the world keeps turning. Smile on your face, though your heart is hurting. Living your life like big, don't cry. Can't see the cracks, but you're broken inside. And in a world so connected, how can you be so alone? Seven billion people, but you're crying alone. And you just need somebody hold you tight. Tell you that everything's gonna be alright. And you just need somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need somebody tonight. You're all alone on a crowded street. Never looking up, just staring at your feet. You always dreamed of your name in lights. Now you're in your eight by eight to nine to five. And in a world of plenty, how can you be so low? Promises of happiness and the things that you want. And you just need somebody. Hold you tight. Tell you that everything's gonna be alright. And you just need somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you get, what you get. Sometimes I don't feel like living. You go play with the cards that you get. It's as I enjoy Christmas. From the moment you're born, you're dying.
He's in Dallas. Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. Chuck Cusamano. Chuck Say that fast three times. I dare you. Really? Flowers for Mama. I want to buy some flowers. Some flowers to put on her grave I wasn't here to say my goodbyes I was somewhere paying for all my mistakes When I was 14 years old, I closed my ears, and I know it caused my mother's tears. I hung out with the wrong friends, and I thought I was smart. I didn't know then I broke my mother's heart. Well, time gets away, and I was 20 years old and still wouldn't listen, and I was out of control. Stealing and robbing was mostly in my thought. And one day it happened. I finally got caught. I want to buy some flowers for Mama. Some flowers to put on her grave. I wasn't here. Five years hard labor, they said. One blanket and one pillow and one concrete hard bed. 
I seldom got mailed. Then one day, a letter came. My hand shook that letter. My mom had passed away. My tears soaked the paper, and guilt and grief filled my heart. I made my mind up then to make a new start. My time is up now, and I've got to be brave. So, Mister, I want to buy some flowers for my mother's She said, dust it up and raise it glass. Don't need the little conversations. Don't choose to kill me. Better move on and raise it glass. Just gotta learn from this lesson. It's just a feat. I'm a heartbroken, he said. Dust it off and raise a glass. No need for little conversations. Don't choose from your feet. Better move on and raise a glass. You gotta learn from this lesson. Just a feet. The Guzman Raise a Glass Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. Dave Cayley, they rage out. She's a small town girl with no room to grow. And he's a reckless boy With nowhere to go 
in a cage With no place to fly So he parks the car And she holds him tight And they rage Somehow searching for the answers In the night like shadow dancers Before the time is gone They rage on On the same dark night Town Street And she's lost her youth And he's lost his dreams But for a while they feel Like they used to feel And they reach on Somehow Searching for the answers In the night like shadow dancers Before the time is gone They rage on Against the lives that this world gave them Hoping something's there to save them treat for you this morning you get a twofer for the price of one and i'm not even going to charge you for the one how's that sound you get it for free because i like you so much and i really love the fact that you're tuned in listening to us in the morning 
And we have got all the way from northern part of Tennessee. We are talking with Tony Black. And how are you? I'm doing good, Phil. How about you? You know what? I I woke up this morning, and <laughs> as long as I woke up and I'm on this side of the dirt, I am happy. That's that's right. Now here's the question: Did you have a mimosa, or did you have a cup of coffee? Uh, I had a cup of coffee. Uh, I just made mine. Got ready for a black dog. Well, you know, you gotta have coffee. You gotta have yeah, you coffee. Got- yeah, it's a must. Yes. So what's been going on? It's been a little while since we've talked. Yeah, the last time we were scheduled for an interview, I think I ended up getting sick. Um, and uh, since then, uh, I'm not sure if you noticed or anything, but I, I made a mistake and uh, took the plunge. And three weeks later, here I'm in the middle of a divorce. Well, Ooh. now we'll feet speed up uh i met the love of my life and uh you know it, the best one is when you don't see him coming well she took me completely by surprise and uh now 2023 we're looking to get married wow. uh, Dustin, in florida so she lives in so you're moving to florida no she's actually from uh white oak white oak texas and oh, okay um, um, this, this weekend when I went down to see Tyler Stokes, um, I told her, I said, you know, I, I don't want to let you go. And she's like, well, ask me the right way. So I got up <laughs> and, uh, I already knew I was going to do it. And I pulled a ring out of my bag, got down on one knee and she said, yes. You know, if I got down on one knee, my wife would look at me and say, what are you cleaning something? Do you see some dirt on the floor? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, if I get down on one knee, I need somebody to help me get back up. Well, congr- That's what I was going to say, yeah. I, well, congratulations. You know, you said you yeah. found the love of your life. Unfortunately, my wife, you know, she told me, she said, when I die, will you date? I said, why wait? I'm dating now. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. But congratulations. I, I think Thank that you. is fantastic. Yeah, they, they always say that the truest love is the one you never see coming while she completely blindsided me. And, and like, I, I, I'm I just ecstatic. Well, it always happens when you're not looking. So remember right. that. That's, that's what they say. She's got three great boys and, you know, they're all on board too. So yeah. it's a plus, plus, plus. There you go. There you go. Now you got my three sons. There you go. You know, that's a song waiting to happen. That was a TV show. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that, but that was your era. Now it's, I'm going to bring it into my era and twist it, twist it to some lyrics, I think. My era, yeah, because I'm so old. Let me get, let me get my cane. <laughs> yeah, I'm just teasing you, Phil. <laughs> so, what's, so what's been going on besides, besides getting engaged, which I think is fantastic and... Um, you're going to have to uh, take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie Hammonds and I are still the dynamic duo, um, at the after dark studio. Uh, we've been cranking, cranking tunes out left and right. We took a short break for the, for the winter. Um, he had a, he had a couple things, the renovations going on. Uh, he revamped the studio, added some new equipment and, uh, took some time off to be with, be with family. And, um, you know, uh, the saddest thing is, Losing Nisi Howard with uh, Country Rose Records, so yes. that's 
That was that Mick, was a shock. That was a yeah. shock. So Mick and Rick are re re uh, organizing country roads with uh, Jan to Scott and figuring out what direction everybody wants to go with it. And um, I think I think it's starting to get back in line, which is a good thing. It is. It is. Well, and you've been doing some songwriting. Yeah. Um, the Fair Play Red Holland Carpet Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I think I counted 22 nominations with, you know, various singers that I've been working with. Um, so um, 22 nominations as far as, like, you know, male artists like John Kinsey, Dustin Spears. Donnie's nominated for quite a few. Uh, Dimitri Nutsi from Athens, Greece. We did a collaboration, and it should be in your email, I believe. Um, when, did Ron, you, when did you send that? Because I, I was looking for that one. Um, it, it ended up being a wave file, so I, it, I had to do an airdrop, and I'm not sure if it showed up yet or not. For some reason, airdrops take forever. But um, It's like me mailing something to Tennessee. It takes forever. <laughs> you, know, they, you know, using the Pony Express back in your era. Back in, back in my era again, yes. Because, you know, I'd wake up, I'd turn the lantern on, it's filled with whale oil. And right. I go out there with my axe, I chop down the tree so I can, you know, chop it up in pieces and put it in my stove so I could have a fire and make my coffee from beans that I ground myself with water that I got from the well. But you're one of those classic cars that you see at your shows. You're like a pristine 55 Chevy with a, a blown 427 motor in it. There you go. Except, you know, the difference is the old car is in much better shape than I am. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> you, gotta, you need to go get it renovated. <laughs> uh, well, I, I need a vacation, but unfortunately, I checked my finances. I can go to the end of the driveway. Yeah, I could look at my mailbox and then I have to come back home because then I have to go to the bathroom. So, oh, that's not good. No, so what I was thinking of doing was just leaving a couple of Twinkies or something out by the mailbox, so at least I could say I went somewhere and ate dinner somewhere. Right? Yeah, just put a different zip code on a Twinkie. I I could I could do that. I could do that, or I could pretend like I'm an ant. You know, an ant that when it walks that far a distance, it thinks it went around the earth. Yeah. I, I could do that. And hey, we have got Scotty <laughs> we've got Scotty in the chat room. He said you know us pretty well, Tony. <laughs> uh, you know, um if you pay attention to your surroundings you get to be familiar with a lot of things. And I've been watching Phil for a couple of years now and uh I think I got his routine somewhat nailed down a little bit. <laughs> My routine, oh yeah. <laughs> He's been watching me, so that's why I've always felt like somebody's been watching me. Um, you know that song, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Yup. Yup. Yeah, See, Scotty could tell you who did that song. Oh, that was Michael Jackson, I think. I, I yeah. don't know. It's, it's early in the morning. I'm lucky I know what my name is. Um, <laughs> so, oh, what do you say we play one of your songs that you Sure. Wrote? Um, I, we got some of the latest releases um, that I believe I shipped over to you, so uh, whichever one you want to do. Well, we're going to play the latest one that you wrote for Donnie Hammond's Tom. 
And you're tuned in Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show, and we will be right back. with him and so what else is going on you've been doing a lot of writing and right. 
you've got some new artists that you're writing for. Yeah, um, I think one of my one of my youngest favorite upcoming strong female ones is Chesney Claire out of Las Vegas, Nevada. I, um, I've I've list, played Chesney's music. Yeah, she's she's phenomenal. She's she's a little firecracker. She's coming out with you know. Great, great music. I don't even know the words to put to it, except awesome, you know. How old is she? She just turned 20. Okay. And uh, she has her own um, in-house studio program that she uses. So, you know, she's always she's always looking with new technology and new, new education for to advance her career, which I love that about every artist, you know. You know, I wrote a song, just so you know. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I wrote a song. One day I will record it. And you're going to be sorry that you didn't hear about that you didn't know this first. So. I did. It's Hopscotch with the Hebrews. <laughs> <laughs> well, that came out of left field. <laughs> you got me laughing. I, I got to tell you, I like that. Hopscotch with the Hebrews. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wrote a song back when I was in college. This is before you were even born, okay? I mean, this this is when I took my horse and buggy to college, all right? Right. Since you think that I'm that old, so, yeah. I'm just teasing. You know, we, we didn't have airplanes back then. We flew on pterodactyls. You know, just when, uh, I, when you, you watch the Flintstones, you know, that's what <laughs> life was like when I was growing up, okay? That's why I'm glad yeah, yeah, they got yeah. gas-powered cars, because my feet were getting tired. Right. Well, I got some Flintstone kickers on myself. <laughs> well, there you go. So you've been writing. What other artists are you writing for? You sent me one song, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it in a couple of minutes. And the name of the artist, I, I'm anxious to hear it, because I haven't even listened to it yet. You just sent it to me, and I'm like, okay, we're going to give it a shot. Um the name of the artist is Old Slick Hick. So tell me about who the artist is. Uh, A.K.A. Tori Stewart. That's Lucky Logan's um, biological brother. I know you played some of Logan stuff before. I just, I just played Lucky Logan this morning, yes. Yeah, um, he's out of Greenville, South Carolina. And uh, he's another artist that's upcoming. Um, he has a different style. Some people... Dig it. Some people, they're like, ah, you know, we we heard enough of it. Uh, Hip hop, where you twist everything. Um, I don't know if you heard his, his latest one, "Suns Out, Buns Out," but it's a summertime, summertime fun song that uh, you know had fifteen thousand spins the first three days it was out. So you know, the age group. It depends on what age group you're targeting to get your promotions, you know, and, uh, your spins, but it's, it tends to do better with college kids and high school kids. Well, my, my age group that I target are people that are breathing. So I mean, well, yeah, you if, if they're breathing, I'm hoping they're listening. If they're not breathing, I'm hoping they're listening, but that's okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's like the style for everybody, but you know, the way, the way music's going, um, there's, there's a niche for every, everybody in the world, you know, there is, there is, I mean, you know, I, my dog can sing. He, he really can. He makes, he makes really strange sounds all the time. 
And I think if I were to give him a microphone, he could probably make some pretty good sounds. He'd probably sound better than, like, Luke Bryant. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, Luke, he, uh, he, he just got a um, residency in Las Vegas, as a matter of fact. I don't know if you knew that. Who, Luke Bryant? Yeah. Good, uh, he can he stay in Las Vegas. Friday. So I say, hey, let him stay in Las Vegas. That means he won't be making new music to make my ears bleed. Um, did I just say that out loud? that was your my outside voice yes well you know what what can i say um the other the other one who god who's who's that one artist who i can't stand um i didn't look at you when i said that okay really i didn't i wasn't looking at you um Oh God! The the Florida Georgia Line—that's a group that I. Ooh, God! If they went away, I know if they went away, the world would share. Um, I'm hoping that you know, in another five years, when you say Florida Georgia Line, people are going to say, "Yep, that's the line between Florida and Georgia." And if you say no, there was a band. They're like, "I never heard of them." Um, but you know what? We're going to give. We're going to give. This is old slick hick, and the name of the song is. Pooh Bear. So Great song. Give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. And here we go. When I talk on her hair, got a handful of ass cause a man just don't care Life just ain't fair and I'm taking it there and I know you're aware that we make a good pair I know people talk, they stop and they stare, got me beating my chest, throw my fist in the air MCs want the throne, I can't leave you alone cause I'm getting the honey all up in the cone I will not roam, make this house a home, I feel all alone, say goodnight on the phone I'm up in her jar and I'm hitting it hard and she can't get away cause I got both her arms I ain't trying to raise no alarm, she's my poo bear, I don't mean her no harm She likes to get cut in the cuts by the barn and I just want the milk, now I bought the whole farm Listen, little poo babe. I like my honey when it's raw. Feed me, baby. I'm gonna flip you back out for sweetheart. Start breaking some law. Yes, so listen, little poo Listen. Can you feel my fingers in your jar? Tongue tickling your honeycomb, baby. Cause I lose. Taste it when it's around. The colors are vivid, I'm seeing a scheme. I stay awake and I'm living a dream. I actually think that love's a real thing. Some work down the pipe, some get cut for the cream. But baby, I really want you on my team. I even went and I bought you a ring. She's just like an angel that loves both her wings. I guess we'll just see what the future will bring. Show me those new tricks, we taught you those things. I really want to be more than a fling. I always say that a king is a queen. But the thing about love is it hurts and it stings. And the thing about honey, surrounded by bees. Indian style, surrounded by cheese. We messed up the sheet, she got weak in her knees. And I flipped it back over and made her say please so listen little poo babe i like my honey when it's raw feed me baby i'm gonna flip you back out for sweetheart start breaking some law yes so listen little poo babe listen can you feel my fingers in your jar tongue tickling your honeycomb babe cause i lose Taste it when it's around. 
get out. Country rap and I'm bringing it back, so I just had to go and get slick on the track. So baby, get on, empty the sack, cause I hit the spot and I hit it exact. And I say cut before I go blast. It's a point scene, she ain't making no cash. I know that I'm so honestly when we smash. Then I pull out and I'm like, no splash. She knows I'm our gas, compared to the hat. So girl, just relax, I'm making that ass. I know that you know that you look like a sack. And I know that you know that I just spit a bat. So just push it back, that pussy is crack. When I'm around you, I don't know how to act. She can't pass, I can't last. If you roll the grass, I'm asking you my how you got all that ass. So listen, little poo, babe. Listen up. Can you feel my fingers in your jar? Mm. Tongue tickling your honeycomb, babe. Cause I love to taste it when it's raw. And that was, that was old slick hick Pooh Bear. <laughs> and you're tuned into Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. And we are talking with Tony Black this morning. And Tony Black is a songwriter. He, and, hey, I really do like your music. I got to tell you. And oh, you, do, you. you do a lot of work with Donnie Hammonds. Yeah, Donnie and I, um, John Kinsey actually hooked us up two years ago. And, uh, you know, once you find um, loyalty and dedication like Donnie has... You know, Donnie's a busy guy, so I wait my turn. And I know when when time comes around for us to start cranking them out, we're going to crank them out back to back to back to back like we've been doing. Um, Donnie himself has 14 nominations and the Red Carpet Awards um, coming up at the end of this month, and he's finally starting to get noticed as a producer, which he should. Well, he should. You know, I saw him in concert a few years back. There was this place up in Ringgold, Rath Burgers and Brews, I think it was called. And Donnie was performing there, so I went to see him and his band perform. And I got to tell you, they put on one hell of a live show. They really do. Yeah, for a three-piece band, they kill it. Oh, they, they really do. And I mean, they've all got talent, but Donnie is extremely talented. And I would, I would not be remiss if I ever told and you know I think if somebody is looking for a fantastic producer and a great studio to go to that's the one I would always that's the one I always recommend right see Donnie Donnie knows what it's like to be a performer trying to do music yeah so he tries he tries to make it affordable for upcomers to get their stuff out there so I think he's got one of the best rates um stateside and oh, he probably does. worldwide. Oh, he, he definitely does. You can't beat his prices. And you know what? You do not lose quality with that because I, I think you get better quality for what you pay with Donnie. You can pay five times the amount, and I don't think you're going to get the same quality that you get with Donnie. Right, because he's he does it by himself, so he knows what he's looking for. Yes. Versus a team of engineers like Omni Studio or Sunshine Studios where they're looking for the the almighty dollar where Donnie's looking for quality, not quantity. Exactly. But you know what? He's always busy and 
fact, he is making a name for himself. Well, you're making a name for yourself, too, with the songs that you're writing. I'm just a busy guy with a, a pen and a head full of ideas. And if they come out great on lyrics, you know, that's that's even better. And if somebody wants to record them, you know, it takes a certain voice, voice style to pull off the lyrics that you write. Because as a songwriter, you're typically the only one that knows what direction you want it to go. So you look for that voice. So how do you know the difference? I mean, when you write a song, do you write a song specifically for a female and a song specifically for a male? Or do you <clears throat> or do you write a song and you just, if you give it to a guy or you give it to a girl, um, are you just looking for the right sound, but it doesn't matter what sex they are? No, uh, it, it, it does matter for the delivery side. Um, you know, because... You know, women obviously can hit higher notes and, you know, goosebump effects. But the next one that you got slipped away, when you hear how the delivery is finished up in the end that Donnie, Donnie had done for me, um, I think, like, Donnie and I have been writing together so long that he can almost finish something if I start it and know the direction that I want. Like, um Emma Taylor, Mick Taylor's daughter from uh, the Rolling Stones, when she did I'm Leaving, I wrote that specifically in mind for her. Um, once you hear a voice, you know that only one of a few people can pull those off. Like, you wouldn't give Adele a Luke Bryan song and have her take it the same direction. You know what I mean? You know, you, you brought up Emma Taylor, and I happen to have the song that Emma Taylor did. Yeah, she, um, she, she's not getting the exposure like she should. Um, and I think, um, I think everybody needs to know her backstory. Like her biological dad is the original guitarist from the Rolling Stones, um, before Keith Richards. And the Rolling Stones, you know, when people, there's still that whole big, you know, there, there's still that whole big rivalry between the Rolling Stones and the Beatles, because, you know, some people love the Beatles, and I don't know why, and some people love the Rolling Stones, and those people I applaud, and I say, you've got taste. Um, so, you know, I, I, well, I'm sorry, it's true, okay? The Beatles had one good song, I want to hold your hand, and then they went to hell. The Rolling Stones have always had good music, and I like the Rolling Stones. So I like, I enjoy listening to the Rolling Stones. The Beatles, I want to listen to them when I'm in a bad mood because it puts me in a worse mood. So did I, did I just say that out loud? Yeah, <laughs> so now I'm enough. just pissed that's off after now. people, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know I have no filter. Uh, <laughs> that's two of us, Phil. <laughs> Well, As you can see with Pooh Bear, you'll never look at Pooh Bear the same. Ever. No, I definitely won't. Well, let me ask you. <laughs> if somebody wants to know more about you, if they want to know about you, um, your music, everything about you, what are the best ways? Or if somebody's interested in getting one of your songs to record, what's the best way for people to follow you? Uh, you can follow me. Me on Facebook, Tony Black at Facebook, um, Reverb Nation, SoundCloud, Spotify, or get in touch with Donnie Hammonds at the After Dark Studio. Um, he has the master catalog that we've been doing. Um, I probably got 
I want to try to get 63 more songs out this year. And 63? Uh, yeah, we got 40, 41 out last year. And um, it's just with COVID and everything made it kind of difficult. But, you know, um, like Dustin Spears, he has two shows coming up in March. Uh, you're familiar with Dustin, right? He uh, did my rare one to find. Yes. And a couple others, like um, he he's a he used to be with uh, open for Carrie Underwood and Rodney Atkins back in the day. Okay. And then he then he took a break, and now he's coming back, and he does some phenomenal work too. Um, so he's a local Tennessee artist as well. Well, we like we like supporting local artists. We really do. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I just made a deal with Craig Hendricks. Um, I believe he's down in Georgia, yeah, or Alabama, somewhere around there. Um, we're gonna get together this week, and we're gonna do a couple co-writes. Oh, fantastic! I like I like him. Yeah, he's he's a really good artist. He just did uh, Commodore last night. Well, I I think it's gonna work out well the two of you together. Yeah, uh, he's been working a lot with John Kinsey lately, and you know John did my. Um, Life on the Road and No Lies, the one that I originally did with Strange Days out of Minnesota, um, Scotty Ball. And, um, you know, it's just, it's crazy how how close-knit the community is and supportive they are. It's a and small believe, family, so yes. Yeah, everybody just claps until, for everybody else until it's their time. Well, it's, it's not my time yet, but, you know, obviously it's my time to find the love of my life, Lana, and... White Oak, and I know she's listening, so Lana, I love you, and thank you for being such a big supporter. We all love you. We all love you. Um, so, <laughs> well, we're, we're going to, well, you know what? Um, I wish you nothing but the best of success, and I know that we'll be getting a lot more music from you as the year progresses. And 63 songs, yeah, you're going to be keeping us busy. That's all I know. Well, this weekend, um, I know you see a lot of me posting Tyler Stokes um, and his brother Zach out of out of um, Texas. Outlaw style music. Um, I think I think a lot of people should check out Tyler Stokes' music, and uh, he is just amazing. Well, you know, Tony. Just so you know, feel free to sh feel free to post artist stuff on my page. So. All right, I'll do that. All right. Yeah. Because I'm all so, for I'm all for helping artists get their get their name known and get a leg up. Yeah. So what do you what do you say we hit slipped away and let me let me get your personal opinion on that one. It slipped away. I don't know. Do I ah? Donnie Hammond slipped away. I've got this song, and you know what? We're gonna play this. And, Tony, it was great having you on this morning. Yeah, thank you for having me again. And Well, you know you are welcome on any time. I'm glad you're feeling better. And congratulations on the engagement, my friend. Yeah, thank you. You'll, you'll, you'll see her on Facebook. I try to keep it semi-private, but she makes me smile so much, so i got to share it. There you go. Hey, listen, when you find somebody who you want to spend time with, go and do it. Don't look back. Jump in with both feet. Yeah, and, and, I, yeah. I think I left my shoes on when I jumped in on this one, and, and it feels good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Just it, when you leap, when your shoes get wet, though, and you walk, it gets squishy. So don't do that. 
Um, uh, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> and we've been talking with Tony Black, and this is Donnie Hammond's Slipped Away. This is the latest one that you wrote, right? Right. Oh, well, we're going to give this a listen, and we will be right back. Give it a listen. Enjoy it. Support your local artists. Support your indie artists, and we will be right back. Let me 
And that was Donny Hammond Slipped Away, a song written by Tony Black. And hey, if you are a song if you're a singer and you're looking for a songwriter, um give him a little ringy dingy or go on his Facebook page. He is an excellent songwriter, so you won't be sorry, I guarantee it. And you are tuned in to Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show, and we have got all the way from the UK. He came out just for me. Just for me. He flew all the way out here just for me. And no no other reason, just because he loves me. And you should love me as much as he loves me, really, because um, we have got John Dartnell. Hi, right, Phil. How are you, man? Good. You know, you could you could move up closer oh, okay. if, you, if you want, because, you know, I... I feel like you, uh, you don't have to worry about her. She's she's she. Um, stay right there. Okay. So, all the way from the UK, and I got I got to tell you. First of all, let, let me describe John to you. Okay, <laughs> really, let let me describe him to you. He's got a beard. He wears a black vest. He's got tattoos all over him, and he he looks like a biker. Okay. And you expect him to have this deep, gruff voice. And then he opens his mouth, and he's got an English <laughs> accent. <laughs> it's the yeah, funniest sure. thing in the world. But he carries it well. He really does. And we are very glad that he came. Now, he's out here doing some doing some performing. And I am just very glad that you were able to come by today. Because it's been a while. It's been, what, three years since yeah, we did it has. an interview. Well, I... Couldn't get back in the country because of COVID for two years. Well, they wouldn't let us have England. They just put a barbed wire fence around England. So you're not going anywhere. Put the shark. Put the sharks up. Kind of like you know, my friend Scotty. He he lives out in Colorado in his house. He's got a big moat around his yeah. house, and he's got it stocked with sharks and piranhas. So this way, it keeps everybody out. So, yeah. So that was it. So I came both over in November, December time. Because I, I was promoting a new album, and uh, which we released in October last year, so I'll come over November, December to promote that. Moments of madness. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> was I'm the name of the album. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm holding it up to the computer so you guys can see if, if you can see through the computer. I'm holding it up so you can see it, and it's John Darnell. Moments of madness and. I re I like this. This this is a nice album. It really is. And you've got eleven songs on here. Yeah. So now all these songs, these are songs that you wrote yourself. Yes. Yeah. And then got a guitarist on there who lives in uh, San Diego, California. And Don and I, we recorded our first album together about twelve years ago. And uh, amazing guitarist, love the man. He's so good. And um. I said, I called him up one day and said, oh, Don, would you put some guitar on a new track for me? He said, oh, yeah, no problem. Then next thing was, well, have you got any more? He said, just send them over. So I sent them all off to California. He did all the, uh, put his guitars on there and sent them all back. And uh, and we, you know, I put it together in England, in a studio in England, and um, came out pretty good. You know, I got to tell you, that's the great thing about, modern technology oh, it's fantastic. is you can be you can be in england you could have a guitar player in san diego and the two of you can work on a song together and you don't even have to be in the same state heck you don't have to be in the same country no 
Um, the only thing is, I, I when I'm in a studio, it's great to have the musicians because right. you can look at each other, you know what's going on, and you can. Um, so I mean, I'm saying that you see, Don and I are working on a new album at the moment. I'm writing the songs for that, um, and one of the tracks which we still haven't decided on the name of the track, but um, it started off being called Alabama Queen, and it's still <laughs> throwing up. Anyway, we're working on it, and we I can't get the production right, and we've now done 13 versions of the song. Wow. We did, uh, at version five, I thought we'd nailed it, and I thought, oh, we're nearly there. We just do one more take of this, <laughs> and we got it. But we're now on 13. Um, <laughs> and it looks like it'll probably be 15 or 16 oh, before wow. we get what we want. But it's it's one of those things, you know, once you've recorded it and you release it, it's too late. You, you can't change it, so you've got to get it right at the beginning. Um, so anyway, we're, we're working on it. It's all right. It's very cool. <laughs> the song's good. I like the song, and there's a really good song in there if we get the production right. So it's just a production. But... Well, this album that you've got, yeah. What is, this is, how many albums do you have out now? Um, 16 or something. Wow. And all these songs you wrote yourself. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah, I haven't done a cover for forever. <laughs> how long, because you make an album once a year. Yeah. And so it, it takes you a year to write the songs? No, it takes me about six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> to write all the songs? Yeah, usually. Wow. I, I mean, I... Normally, when I'm flying across the Atlantic, one way or the other, you know, I'm writing songs on the plane, and I wrote three on the. I get really. <laughs> I love coming to America. I get really inspired by America and the people I meet and the places I go to. It just fires me up, and I just love it. And look, one time I was flying back to England, I wrote three songs on the plane going back. And the funny thing is, I I write mainly using my phone. So I sing into the phone with the recorder. So, so you serenade everybody on the well, plane. Well, no, what, what I had to do one time, because I had a really good idea, and you really liked the song. It was called um, Damn It All. I, I love that song. I know. I, I play that song all the time. That was written going across the Atlantic back to England one time. And because I, I see, you know, that's a good line. So I scribbled down the line. Then I got a bit of a melody. So... I get up and go to the bathroom <laughs> just to sing this melody into my phone so people don't think you're a complete nutter. <laughs> so anyway, I went to the bathroom about 68 times on that flight and people must have thought I've really got problems. <laughs> but all I was doing was singing into my phone. They must have been wondering what disease does he have when he keeps walking <laughs> past right. us and, and we need to get checked. Yeah. Can um, I catch it? <laughs> <laughs> thinking, oh my God, this guy keeps going to the bathroom. Oh, um. man. But that was the point. So, if you ever see me on a flight and I'm keep going to the bathroom, I'm probably writing a song, I promise. <laughs> but anyway, and damn it all came out of there, and I got home to England. And sort of the day after I got back, I went in the studio and recorded it, and we were in business. I'm just amazed that you could write songs that fast. I really am. To, to be honest, the quicker. I don't always get all the lyrics. You, you, you get the idea of the melody and you get right. the basic idea. So you start writing this story. So then I um, so I record what I've got roughly. But then you tweak the lyrics probably for another month or so. Um, 
but the quicker you can write a song, the better the song is. If if a song is really hard work to to write, it's even harder work to listen to. I found that out over the years. You because you're trying to make it something, right? And oh yeah, if I just tried this and just tried that, oh yeah, that nearly works. But if you can sit down and just hit one and go, oh man. Well, plus the other thing is you could overproduce a song. Yeah, you can. And you could overthink the song, and we're to the point where people listen to it and they're like, I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably when I'm drunk that I'm writing stuff like that that people don't understand. Well, I, I got to tell you that I, I love the title of this song because you must have been thinking of me when you wrote Moments of Madness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you must have been thinking about me. So, And the funny, there's a track on there called Here's to the Road, which we released as a single. And when I was writing that, it, it was no... Um, don't, I never write with anybody in mind. I, I just wrote the song. And anyway, we started putting it together with my buddy in San Diego, Don Strandberg, his name is. And Don and I started putting the song. And he said, God, he said, this sounds like a Springsteen song. And I said, yeah, but it, and I'm a big Springsteen fan anyway. But it wasn't intentional. It just sort of happened. And I said, well, if it's going to be a Springsteen song, better find a sax player to put on it. Let's just go the whole way down the road. Um, so it's not really a country song, but it's... Anyway, so I found a sax player in England, and this guy came in and blew sax on it, which was just great. Um, it's like Bruce Springsteen with an English accent. There you go. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite Springsteen song? Um, oh, good question. That's got to be... That's why I ask the tough, hard-hitting questions. That, that Because I'm a journalist. Yeah, no, because I, 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 I have quite a few that I really like Bruce Springsteen's. I love... Um, tougher than the rest. I just that whole era. I, I like that era. I've actually got a tattoo, and that's that's the music to Born to Run. <laughs> See, I, I love that that's song. That, that's my that, favorite that Springsteen sort of, song. That back in the seventies, I was having classical music lessons um, as an opera singer. You see, I've got the stomach to be an opera singer now, but I haven't got the throat anymore. But anyway, so I was having this, and they were teaching us in the last six months to sing with passion. And, that you know, they were teaching you to sing the stuff, and vibrato and this and that, and tension in your voice and all that stuff. And then I came out, and a friend of mine who's a drummer, and he was playing his band, he said, oh, man, he said, have you heard this guy from America? This is probably 78, 79 when I okay. first got to hear him. And um, he said, yeah, have you heard this guy out of America, Bruce Springsteen? I said, no, and he put this record on, and he put on Born to Run. And I said, that's how you sing with passion. I never went back for another opera singing lesson after I heard Springsteen. He taught me how to sing with passion. You know, there you go. You just believe every word he says, you know. Um, I, just wonderful stuff. Well, first song I ever heard of his, I remember, was Darkness on the Edge of Town. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Well, once I'd heard born to run then you know in, in England we were a bit uh, behind, obviously behind yes. I think it's like Hotel California came out about a year and a half after it was out here okay and of course you didn't have the internet then so you didn't hear this stuff right you had to wait until it physically went across the path. yeah basically um, and so of course with Springsteen I was way behind on what he'd done before but um, yeah 
but he he was the man. He's I still love it. He just had an album out a couple of years back called Western Stars. I don't know if you heard that. I haven't heard Beautiful that. Album. I like I like his earlier stuff. I like before he did Born in the USA. I think one of my favorite songs was it was on the darkness of the on the edge of town album. Um Racing in the Streets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that song, especially he, with the piano in there. Oh, yeah. Roy Vuitton on piano. Genius. Well, that song, I nobody can duplicate that song. No, no, it's true. So, yeah, good man. So a lot of influence on me, Bruce, and then, you know, but then I've grown into, started listening to, like, oh, Amy Lou Harris. Oh, we love Amy Lou. Yeah, exactly, me too. And then, of course, from that, I got Graham, into Graham Parsons, and from that, I got into the Flying Burrito Brothers, and I got into all these sort of things going on, which gave me this cross-channel sort of effect. Yeah, but you know what? I, I don't think there's... I mean, I, I think it's good. It's important that you have well... that you be well-rounded, because I don't think anybody can just listen to one genre of music and... That said, I think you have to listen to all all types of music, all different artists. Because you know, I've never seen anybody's music library where they've only had one artist. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, see, but all my musical heroes have been American. You know, England. We had some pretty good people. Apparently, we had the Beatles, <laughs> which is not my cup of tea. But the no. guitarist in my band now, or not my band, the band I work with over here, Steve. He's the greatest guitarist I've ever heard, and he lives in Huntsville, Alabama. Steve Soto, and he's a massive Beatles fan. I mean, huge. And I always have to remind him that's his only fault in life. Yeah, <laughs> no lie, no lie. You know, I'm. I'm sorry, but I, I, the Beatles only had one good song, and that was "I Want to Hold Your Hand." See, the Beatles for me had a couple, but one of them for me was "Strawberry Fields Forever." Uh, that song was okay, but I always liked the Stones. The Stones were always a little bit edgier than the yeah. Beatles were. Yeah, they were. And I mean, the Stones are still out there performing. The Beatles aren't. Well, no, two of them are dead, so well, one well, of the rest. Okay, fine. <laughs> details, details, okay? I mean, jeez. Uh, no, if you're going to get picky. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man, that was bad. I'm rubbing off on you, trust me. I know, yeah, you're a bad influence, Bill. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. See, I, I can piss off. I've pissed off entire continents, so don't worry. I piss off. I piss off Canada on a daily basis, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but but all my influences came out of America, you know, um, hard stuff. Even you know, I go back and listen to things like Buddy Holly. Yes, who was a genius and did all his work in eighteen months. And you think, how did you do that? You were like nineteen years old, eighteen, nineteen years old, and you created just amazing stuff. And then. Um, it's just, and then I really like Creedence Clearwater, you know, John Fogarty was another genius, you know, and so it went on. So all my influence has been from out of America. So I had this little cross thing. Um, I was living in England, I was born and raised in England, but then everything I wanted to hear was over here. And, 
when I've got the opportunities to come here and then see bands and see see what was going on, I go, oh man, I just loved it. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Well, you brought your guitar. I did, you. yeah. Play a song and I'll tune okay. it up and. I'll, I'll, you know, as it's you, Phil, I'll take the time to tune it today. <laughs> well, you know what we're going to do? This is, <clears throat> we. you are tuned in Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show, and we are talking with John Dartnell. He is here live, in person, and this is from his latest album, Here's to the Road. Give it a listen. We'll be right back.
John Dartnell's latest single, Here's to the Road, and I really love the saxophone in there. You know, the saxophone, it really makes a song. It's just a great instrument. Just, like you say, you just don't hear it anymore. No, you don't. And it's like country music, you very seldom hear a pedal steel guitar now. No. Um, I love a pedal steel guitar. It makes it cry. It does everything you want it to do. Ah, oh, just awesome. Well, in indie country, I mean, if you listen to a lot of indie <coughs> country, there's steel guitar. But if sure. you listen to mainstream, oh, it's, you'd be easier to try to find a pterodactyl egg than you will <laughs> to try to find a steel guitar. Um, and you'll you'll never hear a saxophone on mainstream music. That's right. No, um, we just had to do it. But you can when you're an indie artist. It's like, well, this is what I do. And... Um, Hopefully you'll like it and a few other people do. And it's done really well. It's got a lot of radio plays. So obviously a lot of people did like like the saxophone too. Well, you know, the thing I love about, well, the thing I love about indie music is that it's more, remi more reminiscent of the music that came out in the late 60s, early 70s, where everybody brought their own unique style. Yeah. It's yeah. not... Like if you listen to mainstream today, everything sounds the same. It's all cookie cutter music. And you don't know when one song ends and the next song begins because it's all. Yeah, there's a few exceptions to the rule, but there aren't too many. Yeah, most of, most of them just, it's blandness. I mean, there's no heart, there's no feel to it. No. And most of the artists in mainstream, they don't write their own songs anywhere. They're just record, They're just singing songs that somebody else wrote. You can tell there's just no feeling. There's no emotion in it. No, no, it's, it's no. So, like you say, the indie artists still can do whatever they want and uh, <coughs> and do. And so, just what so. are you going to play for? Is he well, sitting I in thought, here with his guitar? Well, I thought I'd play you "Damn It All." Actually, just an acoustic. You versus. know, I I like that because I love that song. That's my favorite song of yours. Thank you. Um, yeah, so. A little acoustic version you can it drags a bit more emotion into the song. So I still think about the time when we rode on that train. The mind goes back to when we walked in the rain. Drank margaritas as we listened to a rock and roll band. Oh, and it felt so good when you took my hands. Say the word, we're going to it all again. 
We can go where you want, baby, jump on a plane. Drink margaritas as we sit and watch the evening break through. Still feel your kiss on my cheek. Still see your eyes so blue. Oh, damn it out. Now you got me missing you. Yeah, damn it out. I can't get you off my mind How I feel Came out of the blue So damn it all Oh damn it all Now you got me missing you I could tell you how I feel But just pretend it isn't real These feelings just won't go away Oh, damn it all Now you got me missing you Yeah, damn it all Can't get you off my mind. How I feel came out of the blue. Damn it all. Yeah, damn it all. Damn it all. Yeah, damn it all. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that was John Dartnell live. Damn it all. And, and I got no auto tune, which they probably noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I got to tell you, I, that's my favorite song of yours. Thank you. It really is. Of course, I think I found the new favorite song. Here is to the road. Here is to the road. Because I really like that song. So I, I'm going to have a tough time deciding which one is my favorite now. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. yeah. And there's a couple of tracks on that album that, that surprised me. You know, you write these things and track six, I think it's, I don't even remember it. Forever six. Here Tonight. Yeah. Now that really took off and I couldn't work that out at all. Because <laughs> I just thought it was an all right song. But then I was getting all these emails and messages saying, this song, oh, we've been playing that song, you know. And then the next thing you look at Spotify and it's had like, I don't know how many hits on it. Well, you know, the funny thing is, because I get music sent all the time. Yeah. And I'll listen to a song and I'll be like, wow, this song is really good. And I'll tell everybody, hey, you got to listen to this song. This song is great. It's the bomb. Nobody likes it. And then I play the song and it's it's like eh, it's okay and everybody loves it I know. so i mean it's the luck of the draw and there's no rhyme or reason to it no no you know um as long as somebody likes it that's a good enough but yeah for me here's to the road was the one just because it did sound like spring scene 
wasn't intentional. It just turned out that way. When you write, or when I write, um, and when we start recording, songs tend to take on a life of their own. I've got an idea where I want it to go. And when you start recording, it starts going down a different road. And nothing you can do can drag it back to what you started with. So in the end, I just let it roll. And you go, right, well, if that's where you want to sit, that's where you're going to sit because you sound comfortable. Please. Well, that, that's the important thing, though, because you got to let it flow the way it's supposed to. Because yeah. if you try to fight it, then people, it doesn't have the same sound. It doesn't have the same feel. And people can tell that you're stressing with the song and that you're, you're fighting the song. Exactly, which is why I was saying we recorded 13 versions of Alabama wow. Queen because we, it hasn't found, no, <laughs> I want it to go in this direction. It's not going there. And I'm now trying to find where it does want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that's important, though. And, you know, there's artists also that, you know, there's some artists that just hit and some artists that don't hit. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, um, Whitey Morgan and Cody Jinks are Cody two great Jinx, examples. Just genius. And, you know, the funny thing is I've seen both of them perform because they toured together for, I don't know, three years. Wow. And... I, I love them both. I really do. I, I do think that Cody Jinx is, well, people are going to get mad, but I think Cody Jinx is overrated and Whitey Morgan is way underrated. Okay. I, I really like Cody Jinx, but well, I don't hear him in England. I only ever heard him here with another DJ, radio DJ that I know. He, he just said to me, you'll really like this guy. And he gave me one of his albums. And, um, oh, yes, I did really like him. Well, if you get the opportunity, check out Whitey Morgan because he I'm did cool. a cover of Van, of Van Zandt, Waiting Around to Die. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. And, oh, did he do a job on that. He's got Tyler Childers. Do you know Tyler yes. Childers? He's another one. I, I like his lyrics. He's he's down a whole different road. There's just some people that they don't get the recognition they deserve. No, they don't. No. Yeah, they just don't. They don't get the rating. You know, they're highly, some artists are highly overrated. Some artists are highly underrated. And I think the ones that are underrated are really good. I know. Yeah, it's sad. They got a little radio, uh, you know, a little record deal somewhere. And, yeah, I just don't get there. It's, it is really bad because more people should be hearing that stuff. I think they fall through the cracks or, you know, they get, somebody else gets hyped so much. And then the other person that doesn't get hyped enough, um, they've got a similar sound, similar style. Yeah. And everybody says, oh, well, I like him better. Yeah. There was somebody I discovered back in the 90s or 2000s, somewhere around there, um, out of Texas, Radney Foster. Now. I remember the name. I remember oh, the name. Oh, man. He had an album um, called Del Rio, Texas. 59. What a great album. There wasn't a bad song on it, you know. And where did he go? But luckily, last two years ago, I came over and um, at the City Winery in Nashville, um, Radney Foster was playing there. Really? Yeah, and I got tickets. I went to see the dude. Um, he was just brilliant. Did you stand there? Did you When he came on stage, did you stand up and scream? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I'd 
get over that one and just <laughs> but I did meet the guy after the show which was great um, he came out and had a chat with the audience and met up with people and yeah real nice guy and uh, it was just loved it absolutely loved it so. I mean because that, that's something that I would have done <laughs> really I, I would have I, I would have. I'm sorry, but I, yes, I would have. Look, they think us Brits are eccentric anyway, so I figured it wasn't a good thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're out here, um, you are out here just to, you came out this time just to perform. I came out to perform um, and also do some promotional work. I'm, I'm trying to get some new, a couple of deals going. Um, so I've come over for that as well. But this is the first time I've actually been able to really relax. Normally I come over, we're promoting a new album, and I'm driving a thousand miles a week trying to get to here, there, and everywhere, another radio station, another, you know, can you play this and can you give me some airtime? And, uh, and it's been flat out from start to finish. Whereas this time I think we're, I'm, I'm only actually doing one show that's mine, if you like. Okay. The others, I'm jamming with a band called Triple Threat. And it's their show. And they just invite me along to come join in now and again. And and it's been lovely because it's been so relaxed. But, you know, you're doing things the old-fashioned way because, you know, used to be in the day where the artists would go and they'd go to radio stations and they'd do interviews and they'd give them their 45 and say, hey, I hope you play me. And now with the Internet, you know, most people, that everything is electronic. And yeah. you, send, you send the MP3 and... You could be a thousand, two thousand miles away and say, "Hey, could you play it?" And I like the I like what you're doing though because it's more of a personal feel. And yeah, it. I like to meet people, you know, and you get to talk to them. You get to know what they what they like as well. If you get to know the DJ, know the sort of music he wants, right. you know what to take him. I agree. There's no point in taking him somebody that's heavy metal if he's into, <laughs> you know, Willie Nelson. I agree. Um, and so. It's that, and uh, it's great, and it's nice that when I do go around, they welcome you back in, so I haven't pissed them off, you know, <laughs> at any point. They're like, oh, John, yeah, come in, come, oh, we played one of your songs this morning, terrific, you know, and you go around, you have a cup of coffee with them. Well, there you go. You know, that that's the important thing, though, the personal feel to it. Yeah, and I, I, like I say, I enjoy it, because I like to meet people, I like to catch up with them again, and... Uh, and actually, I, I I like getting presents from DJs saying, oh, have you heard this guy? And you go, oh, man, no, I haven't heard that. Take it home with you. Have a listen. And, um, so it works both ways. Well, I, I do have a CD that I'm going to give you today. That's cool. That you can listen that. to who he's really good. And I think you're going to be hearing a lot more from him right. as time goes by. Appreciate that. So I think, I think you're going to enjoy his music. Yeah. But this trip is just great because I've had time to relax and just sit back. I'm here for three weeks. I flew into Nashville on, uh, well, I got in Friday. Okay. And uh, I'm here for three weeks and um, it's looking good. Well, <laughs> you know, the problem is three weeks just goes so fast. Yeah, it does. You yeah. get out here and you look and you say, okay, I, I don't have to leave until this date. And then every day you look and it's like, oh, God, one more day you know one less day here and then as it gets closer and closer and you start dreading the fact that you got to go back home i know oh we always do although i need to go home and finish this album 
I've got another 47 versions to do this song yet. <laughs> <laughs> and this will be the one that you're working on is album number 17. Yeah, I think it is. Wow. I know. I mean, at one point we were releasing two a year. I released, over two years, we released five albums. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's just how it works. Whereas now, I, one a year is pretty much what we do. It's, it's, like I say, I write it really quickly. But it's a whole recording process, and it's the production and the arrangements you've got to get right. So, Well, you know, releasing them once a year is good, though, because it gives the album a chance to play out, and it gives the songs a chance to yeah. play out. Yeah. Because, you know, there's people out there that'll put out a song, like, every week, and it's like, dude, you're killing me, because, you know, you come out with a song every week or every two weeks. And the song that you're playing never has a chance to really mature no, and grow. And they've got to breathe, haven't they? You know. Well, they do, and you end up competing against yourself. Yeah. Because you know, then you've got two songs out there, and people are choosing which song they like better, and it makes it really tough. Where if you waited, you know, another three weeks or so, you'd give the one chance, the one song, a chance to grow and a chance to get legs and mature. Yeah, and so I do like the uh, I do like the way you're doing it with once a year. For yeah, it, it works and it's fairly relaxing. You're not sort of killing yourself to do it. I'm just, I am just amazed that all the songs that are on all your albums, you wrote all those songs. Yeah, um, all of them. No, co not even any co-writes. That is that is just amazing. It really is. But yeah, yeah you're you're doing it right, and you got the right formula. Yeah, no, you need to step away like say I come here and get inspired by being in America and you know and then when I go back I'm fired up and that which is why I write so quick and so he what he does is he comes out to America he looks at everybody out here scratches his head and says what the hell are these people thinking of and yeah, I just say Phil said that and not me <laughs> I didn't say a word that, it's okay I don't have a filter really I don't so it works out really well for me and everybody who knows me knows I was born without a filter that's why I piss Canada off on a daily basis and you know my friend Scotty who lives out in Colorado and there's only 10 people who live in the entire state because they're on mountain time yeah, of course. And, you know, Eastern, Central, and the people in Colorado, you know, they were, the people living in Central time zone were said, hey, would you like Colorado? And they're like, no, we really don't. And so then they asked the people in California, hey, do you want Colorado with you? And they're like, no, we, we don't. And so they said, well, we'll make our, we'll make you your own time zone. And they're the redheaded still. They're the redheaded stepchildren of the time zone because you always hear, you know, East, Central, and Pacific. They never mention mountain. But then again, there's only 10 people and nine of them are related. So, you know, one's listening to something, all the other ones are. Oh, man. Mind you, I lost an hour coming here today. I was in Tennessee and lost an hour getting well it's okay you'll get the hour back when you go back home yeah, i know but i can't sleep <laughs> now, that's what i lost was my sleep it's we okay. were out drinking last night which is always wrong but <laughs> hey that's okay it makes for a better interview <laughs> the next day i know but then i realized i had to get up at 4 a.m <laughs> no i left home at 4 a.m i got up about 3 30. Wow. God, you know, that's really dedication, and I appreciate that, because there's no way in hell I would get up at 4 a.m. for me. <laughs> I don't get up at 6 a.m. for me. The house better be on fire. 
Um, yeah. So, oh, geez. Anyway, yeah. So that's my. This is my day. I'm going back. I'm going to have rehearsals with the band when it gets back. Well, there you go. So you got a full day today. Yeah, I have. Yeah. So where are you going to be performing at coming up? Okay, so this Saturday coming, I'm jamming with this band, Triple Threat, great bunch of guys, um, and we're in Ardmore, Tennessee, uh, Alabama. Okay. This week, and then next Friday, the twenty fifth, we're playing at a bar called Ian D's Bar, which is in Elora, Tennessee. Uh, it's one of my favourite gigs. The oh, Darlene and Eddie that own own the place are just wild, and um, it's such a great gig. I just love it. So we're playing there. That's real sort of home turf. And uh, yeah, we'll be in there from, I think, 7.30 or something on a, next Friday. Um, but I'm looking forward to that because it's always fun. Just all your buddies turn up and we just get drunk, really. <laughs> and, <laughs> Is that and, nothing wrong and with that. In the muddle of all, somebody plays a bit of music, you know. <laughs> and as the drinks progress, the music kind of oh. changes and, you know, the inhibitions yeah. all go away. Uh, it's good fun. It's a, it's a great atmosphere. It's a real nice place to play. Oh, God. So, yeah, we're doing that. That's okay. You know, you were talking about the time zone. On Friday, I do a show with one of my friends, and she lives up in Tennessee. And, I mean, it's almost a straight shot from here up there, but they're in central time. And... The show starts at 7 o'clock, and for her, it starts at 6 o'clock. So I tell her, well, call me at 6.45. And she's like, it's 5.45 my time. And she every Friday when she calls me, she says, have I told you how much I hate you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you tell me that every week. And she says, okay, guys, I'd hate for you to forget how much I hate you on Friday morning. I'm well, like, I'm, just change your clock to Eastern. And she I says, see, it'd be the same thing. I said, no, it wouldn't, because then you'd be on Eastern. Yeah, see, I'm waiting for you to get a lunchtime show, so I can have a, <laughs> just have a lie in and have a steady drive down. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, but see, then you'd hit all the afternoon, you know, you'd hit all the late morning traffic. I'd out. get the morning traffic, you know, in Ch Chattanooga. I just catch the lot. And me, you've got to remember, I'm driving on the wrong side of the road <laughs> with a vehicle that's got the steering wheel on the wrong side of it so i'll have to just take a shot at it and then there's six lanes of traffic oh there's my exit <laughs> hey that, that's okay nobody around here knows how to drive anyway so you fit right in um see what you should have done is you should have rented an old mail truck because it's got the steering wheel on your side you're right of course then you'd be on the wrong side of the road and you'd want to go on to the other side that would and be a problem. Yeah, well that be a problem only for a little bit if everybody's <laughs> swerving out of your way but at least you'd be on the right side of the see i can never understand why you guys drive on the wrong side of the road we've done it for years to be honest <laughs> yeah see i, I don't understand I, no well you tell me you guys are the only ones that drive on the wrong side of the road i think japan still do don't they well yeah but that's japan so i mean you know <laughs> <laughs> no, no, well, no, I don't know anybody in Japan, so if I piss anyone in Japan off, that's okay, because I don't know anyone. <laughs> but I must, <laughs> I'll have to openly admit that yesterday uh, I was in Walmart <laughs> getting a few things. I came out of Walmart and jumped in the wrong side of the truck to drive it. <laughs> and now I haven't done that for a long time, but because my brain was somewhere else thinking, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And yeah, I came out straight in the wrong side. Oh no, I should be over there. <laughs> and were, were you sitting there like, uh... <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking, where, where's this there? Something well, missing here. 
Uh, yeah, were people looking at you like, why is he in the passenger No, because I've, I've, I've done it before a long time ago. I haven't done it because I've been coming here for sort of 10 or 12 years now. Um, so I haven't done it for a long time. But when I used to do it in the early days, which was quite often then, I used to look at, for, for, try and find something in the glove box as if you were like, oh, there it is. And then you shut it up and get there, out and, there you go. and walk around. <laughs> so when you get back to England after being out here for as long as you are, and you 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 know you start getting used to driving on the correct yeah. side of okay. the road. I'll give you okay. Okay. Yep. And here, so when you get into when you go back to England, do you find yourself getting into the um, driver's side and there's no steering wheel there and you're like uh there's something wrong here and then you start driving and do you ever get the feeling that you're on the wrong side of the road uh, yeah <laughs> i don't get in the wrong side of the truck i'm, I'm fine with that but okay. i i do get on the road thinking i should be over there <laughs> you know so it's a bit scary now and again yeah because you you don't want to go over there because then you play bumper cars with everybody exactly yeah you see how fast they could swerve and get up on the sidewalk <laughs> but it's been yeah like i say yesterday was the first time i've actually done that for a few years um <laughs> see that that's why i hate being a passenger because you know i go with my boss and we'll go out to lunch and I'll get into the passenger side of his car, and just to put the seatbelt on, it's a pain in the butt because I'm not used to putting the seatbelt on on that side of the car because I got to use this arm to swing it over. Well, this yeah. arm to swing it over, and it's just not a natural feeling. So for you, it's got to be really tough too because you're it, used to it, your seatbelt. It, it is strange. I'm going to be honest. It is strange, but oh, well, it's junctions that get me. It's the junctions when you come to a junction, and I end up. Normally, towards the wrong side of the road, just because I'm used to pulling that side. And, uh, and also, it's bloody dangerous crossing the road here. Because well, I always look the wrong way for the cars. Because <laughs> I'm so used to looking to the left. And you go to take a step, and then, oh, yeah, no. So that's always dangerous. So I try not to walk too far, because I don't want to cross the street. If you stagger when you're walking, if you stagger so you look like you're drunk, then the people driving will kind of keep an eye out for you so they figure this guy is drunk or crazy, one of the two, and we don't want to kill him. So. But yeah, so yeah, you just have to be a bit careful, keep your wits about you. So. See, now, if I were in England, you remember that movie... National Lampoon. Your oh, yeah, nation. Chevy Chase. Yeah, where they get into, where, you know, the big turnaround. <laughs> Everyone says that. And he can't get over it so all day long. That would be me. Yeah. That, those, those are, I mean, obviously for us, it's a way of life for those. You call them turnarounds. We call them roundabouts in England. But, um, yeah, it's just a way of life. But I, I can imagine... You know, somebody that drives on the other side of the road going, what the hell is this all about? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, can I get off here? The yeah. best one is in um, Paris. There's one in Paris down the short end of the Champs-Élysées. Um, you've got the Arc de Triomphe, and you've got this roundabout, and there's eight lanes of traffic. And if you get, and I think there's about ten roads that come off of it. And if you, I've driven around that. Man, that... that <laughs> And I was driving the wrong way because France drives the same side of the road as you okay. guys. And, oh man, 
if you get on the inside lane and your exit's there, you're going around four times till you can get over. Oh God! Yeah, it, that's an interesting one. That one. I would have, <laughs> I would have road rage by the time I. I, by the time I did the third time around, I would have road rage. It's the only because the French, you know, you. <laughs> I've seen some driving here, but oh man, that, that's nothing on, as compared to the French. And so, if you try to move over, they will deliberately speed up. Oh, they just well, they just don't see you. <laughs> so you just have to watch them because they don't see you. They just because they're going there. They know where they're going. <laughs> you come hell or high water, that's their road, and. Whatever's in the way, it's tough. A, that's my strip. They're knocking you out of yeah. the way because oh, they yeah, don't know they're going they there and they know where they're going. But if you don't know where you're going, oh man. <laughs> that's so, why I. That's why I will not go to France because you know they don't know how to drive there. Well, they do. They got their own. Well, okay. Let me rephrase it. They don't know how to drive like we know how to drive. No, they 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 just know where they're going and they're just going there. <laughs> and whether it's on this side of the road or that side of the road or. No, no going, but it, oh man, I love Paris. Paris is just an awesome place. Well, you know, Indiana, their license plate used to say Wander Indiana, and the people who drove in Indiana, they used to do that. I mean, they would just wander. It was, <laughs> you know, it was like they were totally spaced out and they had no clue what in the hell they were doing. They were just wandering, and you'd get on, you'd get behind them, and you know, I grew up in outside of Chicago, and you get people from Indiana, and they would just wander, and it's like you know, speed limit's forty five, and they'd be wandering, just going twenty, and you know, just <laughs> looking around, and, and it's like really, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, I've never been up that far. Uh, well, you're you're not missing much. I've only been to about twelve states, so. And those twelve states are the only states you need to go to. Yeah, there was one or two I didn't really need to go to, and if I have to go back there, I'll just... <laughs> You're going kicking and screaming? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we won't mention which ones, because they're all such nice people. <laughs> <laughs> they can't help it where they live. Yeah, but I don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'd like to visit all 50. I've got to be honest, I would like to see all 50 states. But... Well, you don't want to go to New York. And <laughs> New York State or New York City? Well, New York City. You don't want to go to New York City. Okay. New York City would be great if it was lacking one thing. New York. <laughs> yes, New Yorkers. <laughs> and you don't you don't want to go to Los Angeles. I know I've been there lots of times. I'm sorry. No, I I I had fun there. Um I did, but I'm a tourist. You know, I'm a really good tourist, I'll be honest. I go places that because it's there. Well, have you ever gone, like when you're in England, you know, back home in England, have you ever gone and just tried to pretend like you're a tourist and just walk around and act like you're a tourist? No, because it's full of English people. <laughs> oh, man, it's horrible. <laughs> okay, I, I was figuring England would be full of English people. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, uh, yeah, I don't get on very well with the English. Uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I've recently moved house. And my next, one of my next door neighbours is a horse, and the other next door neighbours are a herd of deer, and I love them. You know, it's just home for me. Uh, it's brilliant. But English people, and I don't like English people abroad because they're arrogant. And uh, but I'm English. We should be able to do this. I don't care, but you're not in England, so just don't 
you know, I'm, one time I took my friends, we went to Memphis to uh, Graceland. Okay. Yeah. I've been to Graceland about six times. I, it just still blows me away. Um, but anyway, my friends hadn't been, and I said, you, you've got to come. So off we go to Memphis. We got to Graceland, and we're in this hotel opposite Graceland. And we're in there, it's great. We get down for breakfast, and I hear this English accent. Oh man, <laughs> this, oh, no. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, I've got the cowboy hat on, I'm looking like I do, and I didn't say a word. And Buddy and Diane, my good friends, they mm. they are from Tennessee, so they've got the accent, they were sounding right. I didn't say a word, they were talking, I was just listening, because <laughs> this English thing behind me was coming across this woman. And, oh man, anyway, she come round and went, hey, good morning. You know, <laughs> and Buddy and Diamond, hey, good morning, how are you? You know, in the accent. And she looked at me and I went, howdy. <laughs> and that's all I said. Because <laughs> I thought, if she hears my accent. And it's funny because wherever I am, people say, oh, my friend's English. He lives down the street here. Good, good. Where does he live? Because I would just ignore that street or that town, maybe. Because I just don't... <laughs> So I do try and ignore the English board. <laughs> well, see now, see he's pissing off the entire country of England. That's okay. I'm not. Just remember well, that I'm being nice. I've got a lot of good friends in England. Um, not lots actually. Thinking about, I've probably got about ten, but that's all I need in England is the ten that I've got. <laughs> you know. You know, but the one thing England's got that we don't have is England's got Susie Quattro, and we don't have Susie Quattro. No. No, you're right. And so that that's enough reason for me to want to go to England. One thing England has is Pink Floyd, <laughs> which is just wonderful. So, do you want to come to England and see Susie Quattro? I do, and I, w I want an audience with the Queen. I want to see if I can oh, get Oh, she's kicked. great. I was in a pub with her a couple of weeks ago. She's all right. <laughs> she's 90, was she 96 or 97? Something now. like that, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's pretty cool in a pub. She can put it away. <laughs> I, I, I want to see if I can get kicked out of an entire country. <clears throat> so I've been kicked out of bars, I've been kicked out of cities, I've been kicked out of counties, but I, I got kicked out of a state. So I want to see if I can get kicked out of a country <laughs> now. Well, when I was living down in Texas, my friends and I, we went up to Oklahoma to do some drinking and I got us kicked out of the entire state. Oh, and yeah, I, to this day, I still don't know what I did, but my friends looked at me and said, can understand getting kicked out of a bar. I can understand getting kicked out of a city. They were like, hell, I can understand getting kicked out of a county. But what did you do to get us a police escort to the state line? Wow. And I'm like, I don't know. Whoa, I think only Steve Earl manages to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't know what I did. I don't think I did anything wrong, but <laughs> obviously I did. <laughs> So I, wa I want to go to England and see if I can get kicked out of England. Yeah, no. To be honest, I would say to anybody that wants to go to England, do go, because it's an interesting place to see. There is a lot... Um, it is interesting. There's a lot of history there, you know, and it's worth seeing. But, you know, I was born and raised there, so I've just had enough of it. Well, for you, it's just commonplace. Yeah, exactly. But when I actually look at, it's like some friends of mine here said, oh, take some photos around. 
England for us when you're out and we can see what it's all. And I took some of like a castle and things like that. And they were like, wow. And I thought, yeah, you're right. That's really clever. <laughs> you know, that's quite something which I've lived with all my life and just ignored. And see, that's why you have to go sometimes and just act like a tortoise. Yeah. I mean, I go to downtown Ringgold and sometimes I'll act like a tortoise and say, wow, look at the tall building. It's two stories high. Yeah. <laughs> I can say, gee. <laughs> Yeah, Ringgold's cute though. I like Ringgold. I mean, it's a nice little town. It is. It's it's a nice place to it live. It is. Really yeah, is. there's there's lots of places. You know, like like Lynchburg, Tennessee's interesting to go to. Yes. That's always full of tourists, of course. But so am I. So I. You but blend I, right in. It's great. You know, Fayetteville, where I stay, is, is a lovely, lovely town. It's really good. People are really nice. Um, yeah, I love it there. See, and if you were Japanese, you could have a camera around your neck and oh, take pictures everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> See, now I just pissed off. You pissed off the Japanese, I pissed off the Japanese, but that's okay. <laughs> but uh, you're right, though. They do wander around London with 58 cameras around. See, there you go. They like taking pictures. For some reason, I, I don't know why the Japanese like pictures so much, but they do. Yeah, they do. Um <laughs> Probably because there's nothing worth taking pictures in Japan, so they go everywhere else. So. Oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to go to Japan. I, I really would. There is. I know somebody that lives there, an English guy that lives there. Um, you know, but it, it, I think that'd be worth seeing. Real culture shock. Well, pro probably, probably. But <laughs> hey, I'm happy where I'm at, my little corner of the yeah. world. Seeing my friend Scotty says the world according to Phil. Yes, you are, you are absolutely right. So, yeah. Um, I, or as Lois likes to say, the world according to Philly. Um, I live in my own little world, and I'm happy. It's a happy little world. It's a good I live place in. to be. It is. It yeah. is. Now, if you ever find yourself in Chicago, yep. run. Um, <laughs> I've only ever been to uh, the airport there. Yeah, don't going somewhere else. Yeah, no. If you go to Chicago, uh, <laughs> turn around and run as fast as you can back to the airport because well, you I, don't want to be there. No, I read reports about Chicago and thinking that's probably not the best place for me to be. That's why we're not there anymore. <laughs> and my friend Scotty, we knew each other because we worked. We our paths crossed all the time in Chicago, and um. Because I was a DJ, he was a DJ, and so we crossed paths all the time. And I moved down here, he moved out to Colorado, and for some reason he's a glutton for punishment, and he enjoys, um, he still enjoys my company. And so, of course, I pay him every month to be my friend. <laughs> if he doesn't get the check by the 15th, he's not my friend until the check clears. <laughs> But that's okay. I'll, I'll be talking with Scotty tonight on the Two Dorks, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And our special guest tonight will be, who the hell do we have tonight? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you right now who we have tonight. He's that special. Uh, you can't remember. Tara McCurry. She is a manager. So we will be talking to her at the 9 o'clock hour tonight. So that's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to that, and it's always a fun show when me and Scotty get together, or Scotty and I, I, I don't know, whatever, politic, whatever is grammatically correct. 
But, John, it was great having you here with us today. Thanks, I enjoyed Bill. it. Appreciate you having yeah. me back again. You know. Well, I appreciate you coming out because last time we did an interview, we did it over the phone. I that's think right. You were in Tennessee, but I think you had a whole lot of stuff going that on. That's the normal trip where is where I'm just flat out. From, right. You know. Well, I'm glad that it was more relaxed and you were able to come out this time and spend some time because it's been too long. Yeah, yeah, why overdue? And, you know, we were talking about artists that are overrated and underrated. And Hang on, just be careful here, Phil, because I don't know which one I'm going to get. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but my friend, the one who does the weekly Top 20 with me on Tuesday nights, her dad was a big country artist back in the, oh, I want to say late 50s through the 70s. And he really did have a good career. Um Everybody compared him to Johnny Cash. And they both started at the same time. They both started on the Sun Record label. Right. And for some strange reason, Johnny Cash really hit. But this artist never really hit. And which I don't understand because I think Johnny Cash was way overrated and he was way underrated. And given the opportunity, given my choice, I would rather listen to the one that I'm going to play right now, and we're talking about Johnny C. Right. Uh, there was a guy, funny enough, you talk of that. I saw Springsteen back in early 90s, I guess, and he played in Paris. I went over to Paris to see him at Bruce Bray's of these stadiums. And he was playing there, and halfway through the set, he said, I want to introduce you to this friend of mine who's from New Jersey. And he brought this guy on stage, and the guy was just phenomenal. He played acoustic guitar, and he was just something really special. And Springsteen said, now, he's my buddy. He said, difference between me and him, I got lucky. But he had the decent, he took him on this whole tour, to the world tour. He took this guy with him. Wow. And he brought him out on stage every night, and he did his thing. And he was something special. And I can't remember his name, and I never heard of him again. And... You know, there's not a lot of artists that do that, though. No. There really aren't. There's not a lot of artists that'll give up the limelight for somebody else. No, and it, obviously, you now Springsteen really rated this guy as well. And, you know, like I said, we, we were buddies. We grew up in New Jersey. And that was something. The only other person I've seen do that was Steve Earl. I like Steve Earl very I, much. I like Steve Earl. And he's very sort of humble guy in, in the fact that he... When you go and see Steve in concert, and if you've got a support act, Steve comes on and introduces the support act. Really? Yeah, he just wanders on stage. You know, oh, Steve, I thought there was a support Hey, I want to introduce you to these guys that are coming on now. He said, I'll be back later. He said, but just enjoy them for now. I saw him, <laughs> I saw him at the City Winery, one last story, because he just amused me. And um, he was playing the City Winery in Nashville, and he said... Uh, I told, and he just wandered on stage as Steve does, and he said, "Oh, well, I told me to come here and play this place, which is great." He said, um, and he said, and they told me I could have any support artist I want. He said, "Anybody I want." He said, "So tonight," he said, "Me, my sister," <laughs> and he got his sister and her husband on, and they were really good as well, real pickers, you know. But, but and that was it. And I thought, well, he's just such. Anyway, so that's human. I know. like that. Yeah, I did. I like that. It just amused me. The real side of people. You, fi you find out who people are on time. Yeah, like they become human beings. Then, they do. 
they do, and it's it's the important thing. Yeah, so that was great because there's not a whole lot of people that are like that. No, no. And so, John, let me ask you: if people want to know more about you, your your music, your career, where you're going to be at, what are the best ways for people to follow you? They can follow me on Facebook. They can catch me there. They can. I've got a website. It's uh, John Dartnell. Dartnell is spent. Spent, spelled. <laughs> You're hanging around oh, me too man. much. Yeah. Oh, I've been drinking again. Um, Dartnell, <laughs> D-A-R-T-N-E-L-L, and it's johndartnell.org. And if they go on there, they can see my website. They can email me from there as well. They can contact me. And if, if you do contact me, I promise you it's me that answers you as well. It's not <laughs> some robot or somebody else. It is would actually come from me. It's not always instant because sometimes I'm busy, but um, I will always answer everything. And he does. So um, you've been tuned in to the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. We have been talking live in person, in studio with John Dartnell this morning. And this is a treat because he came and he serenaded us. And if you missed that, you'll check it out after the show on the podcast. You can give it a listen. And... Hey, it's always a treat, and I always enjoy having John come in. Great stuff. Thanks, Bill. Really do appreciate it. Good to see you again. Don't forget Two Dorks tonight. That's me and Scotty, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And our special guest will be Tara. We'll be talking to her. She is a manager and manager of artists, not a manager of a store. Just so you know, I wanted to clarify that. And it'll be a good time. It's always a fun time. We never know what we're going to say. So, hey, tune in at your own risk, really. And then we'll be back again Friday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, Black Star Radio Show. That's with myself, Black Dog, and Trace from Starfire's Country Music. We get together to give you the greatest two hours of indie country music. And we're going to close this out with, I told you that I was going to play somebody who I don't know if you've ever heard of him. And I'm going to play him. And you'll let me know what you think of him. And this is Johnny C. going out to Tulsa. And until tomorrow, or until tonight, good, safe, God bless. Well, my brother-in-law, he called me up this morning. Said Mary'd been out raising cane all night. Dressing up so fine. Drinking too much wine Crying herself to sleep each night He said she'd been going out with every man she met But he said that she was only trying to forget Well, I told you what would happen when you stole her away I told you what I'd do if you hurt my marriage So I'm going out to Tulsa with the early morning sun I'm going out to Tulsa, gonna buy myself a gun Going out to Tulsa, I already got it planned I'm going out and kill myself a man Well, you took the soft and tender arm that used to hold me tight You took the warm and sweet red mouth I used to kiss goodnight You changed the sweet young girl into a woman of the world And now 
she don't know wrong from right. So I'm going out to Tulsa with the early morning sun. I'm going out to Tulsa, gonna buy myself a gun. Going out to Tulsa, I already got it planned. I'm going out to kill myself a man. Well, I know they'll take my life for what I'm gonna do. They'll set me in a chair and pull a switch, then it's all through. But what's the good of living, Mary, if I don't have you? Oh, Mary, what's the good of going on? So I'm going out to Tulsa with the early morning sun. I'm going out to Tulsa, gonna buy myself a gun. I'm going out to Tulsa, I already got it planned. I'm going out and kill myself a man. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.